gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and the disciples went on and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was watching the disciples. Hold on. There it is. Okay. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly, I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You're doing it wrong. We may not always be so blunt or direct, but we express this sentiment in many and varied ways all the time. Whether we're cursing the driver next to us, or thinking about a colleague's work habits, or when a teen is providing helpful advice, technology advice, to an adult. Often the underlying tone is you're doing it all wrong. One parenting tip that I've heard several times is that it's much better to catch children or teens doing something right and praising them for it than to scold them for doing something wrong. As in, way to go, son. I love it when you put your breakfast dishes in the dishwasher right away. Now, I'm sorry to say that I have a lot of hashtag parental fails in this area. I am more likely to point out that they're doing it the wrong way. I remember one particular meltdown when I was screaming at my child because they were slicing the cheese wrong. But it wasn't really wrong, it's just that it wasn't the way that I expected, or my way. 
In both the first reading and in the gospel reading today, there are people who were complaining that things were being done the wrong way. In Numbers, the Israelites are in the wilderness complaining to Moses that they were better off in Egypt when they were slaves under the Pharaoh. Moses is frustrated with the people and complains to God. So God responds by sending the Spirit on 70 of the elders. But when two men did not attend the gathering that God had called them to, but they still prophesied for God like the others did, Joshua complains that they didn't do what God had asked, so they shouldn't get to speak for God like the others. They're not doing what was expected. They're doing it wrong. Moses, however, breaks the boundaries and welcomes their work. In the Gospel text, the disciples see someone else, someone who is not following us. They said, they see him healing in Jesus' name, and one of them reports this to Jesus, thinking this healer should be stopped. The healer is not doing what is expected. He's doing it all wrong, according to the people who follow Jesus. Jesus, however, breaks the boundaries and welcomes the work of the healer. Jesus focuses on what the healer is doing right, giving him an attaboy, for the faithful, healing, restorative work he did, even though some considered it the wrong way. They saw an outsider, someone who was not following us, someone who was not doing what they expected, and it became a stumbling block for them and drew them away from what was most important to Jesus, healing and restoration in his name. Now, I'm guessing... It could be that you missed that part because of what comes next in the gospel reading. Because this week's gospel offers some of the harshest and most graphic language in the whole New Testament. Words that are spoken by Jesus himself. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. If you cause a little one who trusts God to stumble, you're better off having a heavy stone wrapped around your neck and being drowned in the ocean, Jesus says. If you aren't willing to cut off your offending eyes or hands or feet, you'll be thrown into hell, a place where the worm never dies and the fire is never quenched, said Jesus. Yikes! I mean, can you believe it? I mean, I'll be honest, this isn't my favorite scripture passage. It's not one that I... I've never asked the confirmation students to memorize this one. In fact, I don't think I've even ever asked them to read it. But one theologian put it into context for me that was very helpful. At this point in Mark's gospel, Jesus is speaking openly and freely about his impending death. There's a growing sense of urgency because he's just days away from Jerusalem. So he ramps things up. He seems to be shouting through these gruesome details and images of hacked off limbs and unquenchable fire. He's saying, pay attention. Pay attention to what's important. 
What you say and do, what you focus on, what you prioritize as my followers, these things matter, and there are life and death consequences. Debbie Thomas, one of my favorite writers, put it this way. It's not easy to read Jesus' words about millstones and missing limbs and unquenchable fire without flinching. But I believe we do ourselves and each other a great disservice if we read Jesus' stark words in this passage and hear condemnation. Jesus isn't condemning us. He's reminding us of truths we intuitively know. The way of the cross is hard. It's costly. It hurts. There is a place called hell that we create for ourselves and for others when we cling to our sins and stumbling blocks instead of allowing Jesus in his mercy to remove them. Because, let's be honest, sometimes the process of removing stumbling block from the path of faith can feel like surgery without anesthesia. Like saying goodbye to a harmful relationship, surrendering a cherished point of view, breaking an addiction, forgiving a family member, making a significant lifestyle change, welcoming an oddball other. All of these things can feel like deaths, like drownings, like losing our arms and legs. Jesus knows what he's talking about. It hurts to change. It hurts to cut off the precious, familiar things we cling to for dear life even as those things slowly kill us. The bottle, the affair, the obsession with money, the decades-old shame, the resentment, the victimhood, the self-hatred, the rigidity. Can you see why she's my favorite writer? So, Let's listen to Jesus and stop getting in the way of others' faithfulness. Let us imagine what it would be like to remove the stumbling blocks that get in the way of a full, restorative, and healing life that God imagines for us. Let us open ourselves up to notice the unexpected people, situations, and ways of doing things that may not be wrong after all, but are a whole new way to receive the Spirit of God. Let us work to be path clearers for justice and remove stumbling blocks that keep people of color, refugees, people who identify as queer, or anyone else who might be outside of our circle, so that everyone has a clear path to wholeness and belonging. Jesus opens our tight, closed-knit circles wide open. And just when we think our circle is wide enough and everybody's in, Jesus says, nope. You're wrong. 
make it wider. When we say here at Holy Trinity, because of Christ's welcome to us, we welcome everyone, well, that means everyone. And sometimes that's hard. Like the disciples, we may roll our eyes and ask ourselves or one another, even this one? Yes. Yes, Jesus says, even if they bring a different point of view or ask uncomfortable questions or pray in unexpected ways. This one and you too belong to me. Amen.